0: miss to, to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
2: And we're glad you are on a Friday afternoon. Bob Getty broadcasting from the Southern Bank Corp. Studio here in Hattiesburg. The guys, Michael Mergens Kelly Sander, they're down at Purvis at Ramey Motors. We'll be joining them uh, very shortly. Glad you're with us on the Super Talk Network online, wherever you may be tuned in, like my friend Buster up in uh, Leland, Mississippi, that tunes in every afternoon online. We're glad to have you with us this afternoon. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, proud supporters of Southern Miss and the Eagle Hour, and a great place to enjoy a great meal over the weekend and to cater your next event. So we've got a good show for you today. We'll be going down to Ramey's, but first we want to get right to it. We want to talk baseball, and we've got the uh, play-by-play voice of the Old Dominion Monarchs who are in town for a weekend series, Ted Alexander, back on the Eagle Hour. Ted, uh, good talking to you again. Thank you for coming on the show.
0: Happy Friday, everybody. Let's play some ball.
2: There we go. And it's going to be a beautiful day for that, Ted. The weather uh, will just be perfect tonight. I got to tell you, man, you know, the Golden Eagles are pretty high-flying right now, uh, ranked in the top 10 in every major poll. But you look at this Old Dominion team, 29-12, and 12, and you look at the pitcher that you've got tonight with a .59 ERA and the batting average uh, of Old Dominion, that uh, looks like a pretty tough challenger for the Golden Eagles.
0: Yeah, and we're hoping that the Monarchs can get a little bit of pitching again out of Blake Morgan, the true freshman. 24 innings, guys, since he took over on the Friday roll. No runs allowed. That's helped that ERA get down to .59. He's 5-0. and uh, He's not going to overpower you, but, boy, he's been pitching really well and the Monarchs lead Conference USA in hitting. They'll need to get the bats going. Obviously, the task against Southern Miss, the pitching depth of the Golden Eagles is unbelievable. It should be very interesting to see what happens at the peaks this weekend.
2: There should be a great matchup tonight with Tanner Hall and uh, Blake Morgan, no question about that. I was looking, though, you, you've you got, uh, I think, four five batters hitting in excess of 300. They've hit a lot of home runs on your team. This is really an offensive-laden baseball team, correct?
0: Yeah, they're hitting 309 as a team. Here, here's the stat of the day, or really the stat of the season for Old Dominion. Matt Kootenay, who was just honored as the Dick Hauser Player of the Month, uh, he came into this year with 12 career home runs. And going into tonight's Game 1 of the series, he's tied for second in the country with 22 homers. Wow. So Matt Kootenay, the, the senior from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, has been rocking and rolling. He's up around 360. Andy Gariola uh, tied for the nation lead in RBIs a year ago, is up in the top five again with 62. He can bang it out. And freshman of the year, or, or uh, all-American freshman, Carter Trice, he's also part of that uh, Monarch home run hitting barrage.
2: Ted, my partners are on remote location today. Kelly, I'm sure you can uh, hear Ted. I uh, know you got a couple questions for him.
1: Ted, first of all, uh, welcome to, to to Hattiesburg. And, you know, early the, the Monarchs went through a, a spurt there of the season where people were just kind of scratching their heads going, you know, this wasn't the greatest start. Now they've kind of kicked it into gear. Uh, when the Monarchs had that little slow streak there, kind of the middle of the season, what was not going well for them?
0: Well, the Monarchs have been sort of up and down. They've played the seven series in conference, and every series has been either 2-1 or 1-2. They've won four series, lost three series. So it's the consistency off the mound that's been the problem. And where you start to look at the... The cracks in the Monarch pitching staff is when they start walking people. It's like any college team. When you start walking people, the games get slower, everybody gets slower, free passes lead to free runs, and then you're in deep trouble. And that's basically when the Monarchs are going south, it's because they're giving up free passes.
1: Yeah, this is going to be the classic matchup. You've got power hitting against power pitching. So this, this and, and usually they will say that pitching wins those duels long term. But, of course, both teams will have to execute tonight. I want to shift gears and ask you about the transition now to the Sun Belt because... Your arch enemy or best friend, however way you want to look at it, James Madison is going to go along with us uh, to the Sun Belt. What has been the overall reaction now that things have have settled down and everything appears to be full speed ahead toward the Sun Belt?
0: Hallelujah! <laughs> that basically is the reaction. Hallelujah! Finally, get a rival. People around Hampton Roads in the seven five seven. You go family to family, and you've either got somebody who goes to Old Dominion or James Madison. and many families both. Uh, it's just nice to have a real rival. You can't manufacture rivalries. Oftentimes, you can if they aren't geographic, but that takes time. When you have the geographic uh, proximity situation that Old Dominion has to JMU, that's a natural jump starter for a rivalry, and we can't wait.
1: And when you when you look at the, the conference as a whole, Southern Miss and Old Dominion together, going into Conference USA is nothing but a steroid shot for the Sun Belt, I should say, not Conference USA, but that's almost a steroid shot with those two programs going into the the Conference Baseball League now as well, wouldn't you think?
0: I would certainly agree with that. And let's also realize, as soon as these talks started, you start saying, all right, what's the Sun Belt do compared to Conference USA in terms of all the sports? And the Sun Belt in baseball is pretty darn good. And to add the likes of Old Dominion and Southern Miss, especially, into that league, it's like, hello, Sun Belt, and the RPI and the overall strength of conference when it comes to baseball is, as you mentioned, going to get a nice steroid injection.
1: Ted, and, mon- Ted, my final, uh, my ahead. final question for is send it back to Bob is is where do the Monarchs think that they sit now as far as a regional is concerned? What's what's the talk there? Well,
0: I think we need to to stop going 2-1 or 1-2 in series, especially when you've got a huge opportunity this weekend uh, down in Hattiesburg. Uh, Southern Miss, of course, uh, uh, lost 2-3 last weekend, so they aren't in any mood to give up more ground in terms of securing that number one seat. I think unless the Monarchs do, do something crazy, the at-large thing's out the window.
2: Hmm. Uh, Old Dominion did go 1-2 and two last week against Louisiana Tech. What You won 5 to nothing, then you lost 10-5-8 for what What was the difference in game one and two and three with the Monarchs?
0: Well, Blake Morgan was the difference in in game number one. He went a a career-high seven innings and gave up no runs. And usually if you've given up no runs and you're in the seventh inning, you're in pretty good shape. That was the case on Friday. Uh, In the Saturday-Sunday games, just LaTac, I mean, LaTac, you guys know, can hit the ball. And they started hitting the ball, and the Monarchs' bullpen depth isn't as good as they'd like it to be at this point in the season and so you had a couple of rough outings from the bullpen and there you went.
2: Is that the weak link to Old Dominion in your view the bullpen?
0: I think the inconsistency of the bullpen uh, has, has been the weak link You know, and some days they'll go out there and, and mow people down in other cases they, they might give up a walk or two maybe a scratch single and suddenly got a couple of guys on and then it starts snowballing from there
2: Best Conference USA team you've seen so far this year, Ted?
0: Wow. Um, I haven't seen Southern Miss yet, but I've seen enough on tape and, uh, in the box <laughs> scores and following them from afar to realize they're head and shoulders. I mean, La Tech can just hit the heck out of the ball. And when they get hot, look out. You guys know that. Uh, Florida Atlantic didn't look quite as good as La Tech uh, a couple of weeks ago when we beat them two games to one. Um, really, a lot of teams in the league are, are capable, but just not as consistent as the Golden Eagles have been.
2: And you played San Antonio. Is that not correct? UTS? UTS that is correct. What, what, what did you see there? We hear a lot about Texas San Antonio being so hot, so improved. What was your observation there?
0: I thought they took advantage of, of hitting opportunities and could tear the cover off the ball if if given those chances. And that's pretty much what they did. And that's when the Monarchs were going through, if you want to call it a valley in terms of performance, that series was one of them.
2: Right. Well, we think it's going to be a great weekend. We're excited about having your team here. We're glad that you guys are going to the Sun Belt with us. One last question. Could you hear the conversation going on between us before, the, before we came on the air? Ted?
0: Uh, a little bit of it, yeah, Sounds like a lot of fun things are going on up there. All right,
2: I want to ask you this. Do you ever remember when basketball, there was a jump ball between every basket? Because Kelly threw that there out at me, and I, I don't recall that.
0: I'm not sure if that helped Wilt score 100 points uh, in Hershey that day, but uh, I've heard about the jump ball thing, but that was the first time I had thought about it in perhaps, oh, 30 years.
2: You're going to stick by that center that there was a time where you had a jump ball between every basket in basketball.
1: Merg, Merg. Yeah, I will t- yeah, Merg is sitting right here. He remembers it. And
2: keep in mind, we're from basketball country, so right.
1: wow. you remember.
2: Wow, yeah, Kelly went yeah. to and Iowa, I, so he's a big I basketball. I'll ask my partner Dave Twardzik. Yeah, did they do that at your alma mater, Iowa, Kelly?
1: Well, first of all, we don't say the I word because I went to Iowa State, Bob. Um, so the I word, which is a four-letter word, by the way, right? Which is another another reason we don't say it. Um, but no, but I remember watching the old Celtic, the old black and white films of the Celtics and so on. After every basket, they so you'd have a jump ball. You know, you you weren't getting these scores that were 120 to 108. Um, all right now now it is going back a long long time mm-hmm. all right ted but, you you're know. you're gonna
2: back them up on that is that right Ted?
1: uh
0: trust and verify that's all I can say All
2: right. <laughs> thanks Ted we appreciate it buddy
0: take care guys have a good weekend
2: Ted Alexander everybody the play by play voice of the monarchs the old Dominion Monarchs, twenty nine and twelve we'll talk more about them uh I got some interesting stats about them to share with you in the third segment guys but next we'll uh I guess bring on the great Dakota Baker and the man the city of Purvis is named after. We're in Purvis at Ramey Motors on the Eagle Hour.
0: Another Miss to the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour.
2: Happy Friday, everybody. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bancorp studio here in Hattiesburg. We being me, Bob Getty, Kelly Center, Michael Morgans They're down at Ramey Motors and Purvis. We're going to go there in just a minute. I want to thank Ted Alexander, the longtime play-by-play voice of Old Dominion University for joining us again this year on the Eagle Hour. He's always very gracious. Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast, well, you can hear it 365, Apple Podcast, Audible, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play Super Talk Eagle Hour. And that works for everyone in the country, with the exception of the man I'm about to throw things to, Kelly Sander. Even Alexa won't talk to Kelly, which will give you a little insight into his uh, dating uh, life. But he is in uh, Purvis, Mississippi. He's with good buddies of ours. Down at Ramey Motors, Sam Clark is with him from Ramey's, and uh, Kelly, you and Michael, tell me Ramey Motors is hopping this afternoon.
1: Yeah, I mean Tony Purvis and and uh, Dakota Baker, the and, and of course we're now legally obligated to say Dakota Baker, the the all time greatest high school baseball player at Purvis High School in right. the history. Correct. Of uh, record keeping. Um, it, it, it is, the weather is impeccable, Bob. Obviously about 82 degrees, bright sunshine, low humidity, which is going to bring a lot of people out. But this place is, is buzzing today. Tony can't, can't talk to us right now. Dakota's tied up. Um, and so Sam drew the short straw and, and he's joining us. Now, Sam's a summer all boy working over here in, uh, in Purvis and tell us why, Sam, things are hopping right now.
3: Yeah, man. So we're gearing up for uh, boating season. Obviously it's here. Um, we've got all kinds of boats here. Um, just had a matter of fact, a load of all well boats come in. I think four or five of them. So guys in the back are working really hard to get motors on. Um, we've got lots and lots of used cru- trucks and cars to choose from. Um, as well as lawnmowers and all the steel products we offer down here, man. So they put these all in a package. Um, come down here and see us
1: actually tony's working on a deal right now out here looks like on a on an f-150 um but and of course more and more manufacturers going more the suv trucks route truck route but you also have sedans and other you actually have an inventory
3: (laughs) yes sir um we've we've tried our our best to uh to keep a good selection of of any and everything that uh somebody would like it's uh it's it's getting all-star season around here as well so uh got a very, very good selection of Tahoes, Yukons, um, as far as that goes. And
1: when you're talking about all-stars, you mean softball and baseball, yes, youth sports. That's correct. Right? That's correct. And we were joking about Dakota, but Purvis's high school team still alive in the South State uh, 4A playoffs, and it could very well come down to Purvis and Sumrall, uh, two Lamar County powers, uh, battling it out for South State if they both win their uh, upcoming respective series. Now, you mentioned generically, Sam Clark, about lawnmowers, but there's a lot of different types of of lawnmowers. Break it down for us.
3: Yes, yeah, sir. So we have Gravely and Husqvarna. Um, we have zero turn. We have regular riding lawnmowers. Um, we've got anything from a 42-inch all the way up to a 60-inch deck in, in those. Um, so and no
1: push mowers.
3: We do have a, okay. a steel push mower, I believe. Um, we have a Honda. We do have Honda four-stroke weed eaters, So um, which is some folks don't like mixing gas in their weed eaters. Uh, so if you're if, you, if that's you, we have those. Uh, I think we have about four or five left in stock. So might want to act fast. There's people coming through these doors as we speak now.
1: Yep. You can ask your staff about this, Kelly, the, the questions, because I know you're looking at like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> mixing gas, <laughs> mixing gas with oil. I think, I think Bob Getty's one of those guys, isn't he? Yeah. That likes to mix oil with his gas.
3: We're actually trying to get Kelly to get on this uh, this Husqvarna train and, and and get him. You know, out in, the, out in the sun, get him
1: sweating a little bit. Um, Actually, then, we are striking a deal. Oh. Okay. And, and as part of the deal, which is really generous of you guys, you're giving me a sign that I can attach to the back that says wide load. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, so that I, you know I can, it beeps when I go backwards. Yes, you know, so absolutely. That the, but, uh, but how have you guys been able to maintain inventory, Sam, when, when you hear all across the country with supply chain shortages that a lot of car dealerships... Are, and, of course, you guys do a lot more than cars, but I'm just saying they haven't been able to get inventory. You guys do.
3: Man, we're, we spend uh, a lot of money on advertising everywhere. Um, so Internet has helped us a bunch um, through the power of uh, Taylor being able to buy cars. and kind of introduce me as well uh, into the buying car side of things. And, man, we go to four or five different sales uh, a week. Um, so we kind of stretch our arms everywhere and try to pick cherries out when we can and stay stocked up for everybody. And
1: it's not just the inventory, but your service department is, is, is just a real crack staff, too. Tell us about uh, what, what they can offer.
3: Yes, sir. So we offer a full service department on tractors, trucks, cars, boats. Anything we sell, you can turn around and come back here and get serviced. Um, we offer oil changes as well um, on anything um, as far as cars goes, we have lift kits for trucks, we have tires, rims, um, your one-stop shop. Uh, I-, I like to say that this is, this is a woman's worst nightmare and a man's best dream.
1: Oh, I kind of like that. It sounds like a pro wrestler. What yeah. a pro wrestler m- might say. But, but back to the back to the internet uh, situation. And you guys have an extensive uh, internet inventory too. You don't necessarily physically have to come here. You can start your shopping experience by going online.
3: Absolutely. You can apply online for anything that we sell, um, whether it be on the power sports side. You can go to Um As far as the car side, you can go to um, rameymotors.com ms.com so,
1: so repeat um, those for me one more time
3: rameymotors.com um, go on there click financing um, it'll bring up the credit app fill it out very very simple very easy click submit at the bottom it drops it right into our portal One of us three car guys will get it, and we'll give you a call immediately.
1: Now you talked about, uh, you know, you talked about All Star season coming up, but it's also graduation time for high school seniors, college uh, graduates, and parents or grandparents. If you're thinking of putting your your youngster or graduate in uh, in some wheels, this would be the place to go.
3: Absolutely, man. We've got some really really nice. trucks right now. Matter of fact, we're looking at a uh, 2014 GMC with 163,000 miles. It is priced to sell and I guarantee you it won't be here by the weekend. Um, it'll be 24.9. Really, really nice truck. This is an all-terrain. It's not just an LT. It's going to have the full center console, leather loaded out, um, brand new tires all the way around. Some really nice buys. Really nice, bro. Yeah,
1: and a lot of people, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of parents or grandparents say, "Look, I'm even though they graduated, that's great, but I'm not going to put them in something brand new. Let's just, you know, get them some, get them transportation, something Absolutely. to and from, to and fro, and uh, those would those would uh, certainly work out well. Yes, You yes. know. Now you talked about the the different boats that you've got. Too, you got cruisers, you got bass boats, you got just about everything that floats.
3: We've got so we've got anything from going on the Bowie River to going down to Venice, Louisiana to fish. Um, we've got all weld aluminum boats. We've got G three. We've got Skeeter. We've got XL. We have got we have got it all. <laughs> so come and see us. We've got Honda four wheelers. Matter of fact, I think they're getting thin uh, on those again. As everyone knows, um, it's kind of hard and hot items to get and they don't last long
1: i noticed when he said they were getting thin bob he didn't look at me yeah. you know uh <laughs> you know size comes up they all look at me but uh but not thin but sam you guys get people physically come in here from what a tri-state area
3: oh absolutely absolutely yeah. um i think the furthest out that i've i've sold one was wisconsin uh so <laughs> i, I sold a lady in uh wisconsin actually uh she Booked a ticket. Come on down. Um, we put her up in the hotel for the night. Was here the next morning. Signed her out in ten minutes. She was headed back to Wisconsin. So <laughs> it was pretty pretty neat. How did that pretty, work out
1: though? I mean, uh, very simple. Yeah, but App- I'm applying online. Yeah, but I mean, uh, Wisconsin. What, the, there's no no nothing's available yeah. between here and Wisconsin. You would yeah, think. That's at least that I was there. Yeah, that, you
3: know, that's <laughs> what my first question to her was: was Why are you Why are you calling me? Well. You're, you've outpriced everybody, and it's what I want. Said okay.
1: Well, well,
3: well, <laughs> Fair enough. That makes sense.
1: Now, what about and you guys are, are masters of, of. I don't want to use the word finagling, but but if there's any way your credit will allow you to get into any type of these uh, vehicles or modes of transportation, you guys can handle that. Tell us how you shop credit or how that works.
3: Absolutely. So we have a couple different. Ways that we can go about it. We have a couple different lenders that we use, um, and it kind of varies from the car side to the tractor side. Um, but we have some really, really nice banks, um, and we can get you approved with with near about nothing. <laughs> so don't don't let that hold you up. Uh, come with a down payment and. We'll get you approved.
1: Yeah, that, that sounds good. And, of course, today, man, is it always like this on Friday, or is it just because it's so nice outside that brings people out?
3: This weather is awesome. This weather is awesome, man. I, I, it, it is like this most Fridays, um, but, but this weather, I think, has got people out and about. It's a great weekend. It's Mother's Day weekend. Um, bring mom out. Bring her checkbook. We'll get her something too. Yeah, but I,
1: I don't. I don't know if mom if mom would find it very romantic to get a husk a mower, you know, or whatever.
3: Well, we got to tend to her flower bed somehow.
1: Oh, actually, one of the receptions here got a nice bouquet of flowers. She did you know, she did a little bit earlier today. So, Ramey's is open Monday through Saturday from let's see, Monday through Friday, eight to five p.m. And how late on Saturday? 8 Sam? to 2 o'clock. 8 to 2 on Saturdays and, and always closed on Sunday. Sam Clark, thanks for joining us. We're at Ramey Motors uh, on Highway 589 between Interstate 59 and Highway 11. You, you can't miss us. Come see us. It's a beautiful day to be indoors or outdoors. Bob Getty will rejoin us as we count down to a big baseball weekend the Eagles against the Old Dominion Monarchs. That. Is what is the topic of conversation when the Eagle Hour continues in just a moment?
0: The Eagle Hour Southern Miss to the top.
2: Hey, I want to thank Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net, for their support of the Eagle Hour. It's a great place to go this weekend. When you're in town for baseball, you can find some great swag at Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street. Also want to say hello to a uh, Slay the Gang at 4th Street Bar and Grill. If you can't make it to the Pete tonight, I'll guarantee you the game will be on all the TVs uh, in the facility. You can have a great meal. You can enjoy the Southern Miss memorabilia, and you can watch your Golden Eagles at 4th Street Bar and Grill, and uh, you won't be sorry that you did. We'll be going back uh, to Ramey Motors a little later to talk more about their business. I understand we have a really special guest that has set in with us uh, on our set down at the Rameys, and that is Trey Cuevas. Trey, welcome uh, back to
4: the Eagle Hour. Man, I wasn't expecting this. I just come here to get some, get a new headlight for my Jeep, and I see oh, Kelly, and he, he throws my, throws a headset at me. So uh, it's good to be here. One of the great baseball players. You're looking players. healthy, yeah, at Southern <laughs> Same Miss. to you, Kelly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, Trey, I yeah. know that uh, you had a lot of good years at Southern Miss, great memories, but you got to be really impressed uh, with the baseball team at 35 and 10 and ranked uh, nationally in the in the top 10.
4: No, totally. It's uh, really impressive. Um, If you look, um, I'm just, you know, during my playing days, we we could either uh, hit one year and we didn't have the arms, or we had the arms and we didn't perform at the plate. But this year, I mean, it's both. They have it all meshing, and it's uh, doing really well. But I'm impressed with their Friday, Saturday, Sunday guys. I mean, my goodness, they come out there, and, you know, I think I faced one guy through my career. It was like 95, 96 but I mean, there—it's <laughs> like every weekend now they—they've got one. All right. All
2: right, so you're—I'm so glad you you stepped in. Now you're a collegiate baseball player. I want to peel back the onion a little bit on Old Dominion, and you tell me if if what I'm thinking is right. Old Dominion's 29 and 12, 11 and 10 in Conference USA. But if you look at their schedule, 14 of their 29 wins came against schools like Iona, Bryant, Princeton, Stony Brook. That have a combined fifty-six and one twenty-three record. Fair to say, they just have not played the competition that Southern Miss has played here in the Deep South, uh, with thirty-five wins. Is is that a, is that a fair assessment?
4: Yeah, that is, but you can't underestimate an old Dominion. Uh, I was at a function last night for Coach Barry. Uh, we, you know, honored him and uh, gave him a, a little present there from some former alums and some really good Southern Miss folks. That we went to David Rhymes' house and and um, actually we gave him a Benelli shotgun, so he ain't got no excuses to miss any turkeys uh, next year. But um, but no, he told us he he basically broke it down with with Old Dominion that their Friday night guys a freshman that stepped in, and, you know, he's 5-0 and with a .29 ERA or something outrageous. Uh, so tonight's going to be a big challenge. And, and he also brought up the bats. He said, um, you know, these kids can hit, and, you know, at the Pete, the ball will fly, especially if those flags are blowing out. So um, it's going to be a challenge and, and something that we need to, you know, we the the job isn't finished. we still got a long way to go. You look at a UAB over time that always – you know, they're just like a thorn in our side, year in, year out, and they were whenever I was playing, but the job's not finished. we got two or three big
1: weekends left. Yeah, but I want to ask you, Trey, and I have and I said even this week on the show, I think a, a healthy Southern Miss team, which includes, you know, Reese Ewing, Slade Wilkes, those guys back on the lineup, that a healthy Southern Miss team, this team is good enough not just to win a regional, not just to win a super regional. I think it is capable of winning the whole thing. Now, is that is that a pie-in-the-sky dream, or talent-wise, well, on paper? You know, it's all about believing it. And then if you get those
4: guys to believe in it, and, I mean, right now you got to think it's all about catching fire. And you look back at that 08 team that went all the way to Omaha. They didn't, I mean, that was a year after I graduated. But, you know, throughout the year when, when Dozier went down, B.A. Volume stepped in, and they caught fire at the right time. And right now is, is the good time to do it. But, um, you know like Charlie, the I believe it's Charlie Fisher stepped in. I mean, he's a um, a heck of a ball player, and with him, with Reese going out, he's got a little bit more playing time. Um, but, you know, those kids stepping in and, and filling those gaps is key. But just finding um, – just staying hot at the right time. But, yes, Kelly – I believe if, you know, knock on wood,
1: I'm superstitious, but knock on wood, yes, they have a chance. Well, and the reason, that the, and I base it, I base it on the depth and the aptitude of this pitching staff. They're deep, they're talented, they could go any different direction, and from, from you know, from the Conference USA tournament on, it's all tournament ball. Right. So you've got to be deep That's and healthy right. on the pitching staff, and I think Southern Miss checks those boxes. Totally, and I mean, it's, it's
4: one of those especially, you look in a, in a tournament type format. Uh, I can remember my senior year when we played, the first game we went, uh, we lost, and we were, you know, projected to win it, but we had to battle back from that loser's bracket, and it's funny, um, we called it Johnny Holstaff that right. last day to make it to the championship game. You're throwing guys that were tired, and guys that, you know, didn't pitch all year. They're stepping in, throwing one or two innings, and even, you know, you're having to throw out a, a position guy to pitch. But this year, I see depth, um, and I see confidence in the team. Like just, even just picking up, watching, you know, ESPN and watching them on TV, they got that, what we call
1: swagger. They got it. And, and they're midweek starters. The Southern mm-hmm. Miss midweek mm-hmm. starters could be starters for a lot of <laughs> other Division One teams, weekend guys. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, that's
4: key. And, uh, Coach Oz has done an incredible job. Um, with those arms and you know they say defense wins championships in football and uh, it's very true in baseball when you have we can when you can throw out guys um, day in day out that just give you a chance to win um, you know that's that's key in in college baseball nowadays.
1: Bob Getty we're talking with Trey Cuevas here at uh, at Remy Motors in Purvis and I'm telling you Bob it's this is radio it's not television but I'm telling you he looks like he could still play. More linebacker. the like Defensive tackle, yeah. Was, I knew that was coming, you rascal. Yeah. Defensive, defensive tackle, but but he, hey, but he could still
2: play. Trey, what you said about pitching, let me take you back to the Oxford Regional last year. Southern Miss loses a really close high-scoring game in the championship game of that tournament. It appeared to me that both Southern Miss and Ole Miss, they were just out of pitchers. They're, they're both bringing in starters that had pitched two, three days before to try to close out the game. Ole Miss survives that tournament, but then they seem to have very little pitching when it came to the uh, Super Regional in Arizona. It seems to me that the difference in in last year's Southern Miss team and this year, if you put Southern Miss this year in that situation, last year in Oxford, we've still got pitchers on the championship game that could have come in and, and won the game for us. I think that's the difference in last year and this year, yes or no?
4: Yeah, totally. I mean, you look at, look back, but, you know, it's always that what if type moment, you know. Uh, but, uh, I would totally agree. Um, depth is key, keeping those guys, um, you know, off the injured reserve list. And, and that's, um, uh, that's what's key to have success on into the future. And, you know, I was reading a paper last night, a little pine belt news, and I saw where they, they went through the protocol after, uh, who, um, one of the, one of the pitchers he went through, okay, after he pitches Friday night, he don't get the Cadillac and, uh, for throughout the weekend, he's got a strenuous workout Saturday morning, um, you know, after his Friday night start. And, you know, we, we really didn't have that when we played. I mean, it was kind of like, okay, run your foul poles and go get your curls and your bench press and go on. But, um, that's what's key. It's, it's behind-the-scenes stuff to stay healthy, but and knock on wood, they've done that. And, um, you know, the arms are incredible this year, and pitching wins championships. I've said it before, but, man, they, they're looking good right now with the depth. But
2: still a lot of baseball to play. You're exactly right about that. A lot of games totally, to play. Totally. Got to play one at a time, don't you?
4: And you get those kids that are, you know, confident at the plate. You know, they come up there and, uh, and I see it from top to bottom. My goodness. Uh, you know, you could kind of, you feel like a kid when he is struggling, uh, you could kind of, t- t- uh, sense it. Um, but now, I mean, it's, you know, you see in guys just walk up there that could hit a, you know, a
1: double at any moment or, you know, a, of home run. And you know, case in point was at South Al the other night. I know a lot of Eagle fans thought, oh, when the when the Jags took the lead in the eighth, they thought, Oh boy, this you know, we just blew it. Not not I'm telling you this is the special it's, team. It's it's it's
4: really exciting to know I mean until that third out in the ninth inning is, is up This team's got a special, uh, got a shot, and especially at the peak.
1: Now, Trey, can you
4: get any good catfish around Purvis? Right up the road here from Ramey Motors, I know a spot. What's it called? Oh, Quavis Fish House. (laughs) Okay.
2: Do you know know any of those people, (laughs)
4: Trey? Oh, I think I know a few of them.
2: All right, Trey. I tell you what. Since you stopped in and gave us such expert analysis, we're going to give you Kelly's pay for the day, and uh, if you'll uh, give Kelly your address, we'll be sure that check gets sent to you instead of him.
1: Which reminds me of the song Billy Preston had out. Nothing from nothing, Lee. <laughs> nothing. i got to make sure I don't
4: come, come back to Ramey's uh, <laughs> at 1 o'clock on next Friday or whenever uh, you all back. Good talking yeah, to no, you, But no, these Trug. folks here at Ramey's do a great job, that is for sure. No question. So I'm glad to... Glad to see Kelly sitting over here in this chair when I come into the park. Plenty hard, of me to see. Kind of hard to miss <laughs> me him. And Kelly. Kind of hard to miss he's him in the truck. Right. I'm the center. He's the pulling guard. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's not pulling anywhere. Unless they got some donuts and cookies pulling over there. The buffet buddy, tray. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He can pull on the buffet. That's exactly That's right. right. Well, thanks, Trey. We appreciate
4: you, buddy. Thank you guys so much, and go Eagles. All right. We'll be right back.
0: To the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top.
2: Hey, fourth segment of the Eagle Hour sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. Nope, that's the third segment. Fourth segment is sponsored by D1 and D-Bat, and we appreciate those great folks. A great training facility for kids to adults, baseball, softball, any sport for you adults, D1 and D-Bat located on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, and we thank them uh, for all they do. All right, let's uh, let's get to baseball standings and do our picks. Dakota, the great Dakota, joins us. How are you, buddy?
5: Good, man. Glad to be uh, glad to have y'all back here with us at Ramey Motors, man.
2: Dakota Baker always joins us when we're at Ramey Motors, and we're glad to be back. All right, real quickly, the standings going into the night: USM in first place with a three-game lead, seventeen and four in the league, thirty-five and ten overall. Louisiana Tech three games back. UTSA. Tied with Tech, three games back. Florida Atlantic in fourth place, four games out of the lead. Middle Tennessee, five games. Old Dominion, who is in town tonight, way down in the standings league-wise. They're 11-10 in Conference USA, 28-17 on the season. So the Golden Eagles uh, with nine conference games left, protecting a three-game lead in first place. All right, uh, Dakota's with us. We're going to do the picks that we do every Friday afternoon, and uh, let's get going. Uh, Rice, unbelievably, 13-31 and 31 on the season, plays at Charlotte this weekend. Charlotte is 28-17. and 17. Dakota, you're our guest. Uh, you be the first pick. Rice uh, at Charlotte.
5: I got Charlotte.
1: Charlotte is one of the hottest teams they in really Conference are. USA right now. They look pretty good. Yeah, so I'll take the Niners too, Bob.
2: Michael? Charlotte. I think Charlotte might actually sweep the Owls. The Owls are, are yeah. not very good. All right, we know all about this team. 26-17 and 17 UAB, fresh off their weekend uh, series win over our Golden Eagles, are at Western Kentucky, and they're pretty dreadful. They're 15-29, and 29, uh, Dakota. How you like this one?
5: Yeah, the Blazers all day.
1: I don't think they're going to sweep the series, but I think they'll yeah. take two out of three. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Blazers two yeah. out of three.
0: Yeah, I agree with Kelly, two out of three.
2: Uh yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of lean in that direction. Uh, UAB does win the series. Uh, another pretty dreadful team is Marshall. They're 19 and 24 on the year. They're at one of the hot teams in the league. Texas San Antonio and their terrible facility there, known as the Bird Bath, is literally about what it is. They're 30 and 15 on the year. How do you like this one, Dakota?
5: I think uh, I think they go two out of three. I think they went two out of three for sure at the Bird Bath.
1: Kelly, oh, I, I, I they are really hot right now. Uh, the logical, the logical pick would be two out of three, but I think San Antonio sweeps. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. It's okay. be a sweep.
2: I hate to say it, but I'm thinking that that may be the case as well. And I think it's going to be up to the Golden Eagles to uh, take care of them and bust their bubble uh, next weekend. But I like San Antonio to sweep Marshall. Florida Atlantic a team we like around here a lot. They're 28 and 17. They're at Louisiana Tech, a team we dislike a great deal. Only graduated what? 30, was it 30? 30, 30, 32
1: degrees. 32 <laughs>
2: degrees during their recent graduation ceremony in the entire school. According to Kellnack, only 32 people graduated. Louisiana Tech is 32 and 15. Florida Atlantic's 28 and 17. Dakota.
5: I like Florida Atlantic 2 out of 3. Do you? I do. At Tech? Yes. They're going to choke, man. They, they got. I mean, they they're they're right there with Southern. Yeah,
1: they're they're Florida Atlantic's a much better team at home. And the way La Tech's been hitting the ball, I got to take the Bulldogs two out of three. Michael Florida Atlantic, Florida Atlantic two out of three. You know, wow.
2: I, I'm going with the Owls myself. They're a good hitting baseball team. I, I, I think
5: La Tech's fixing to the crumble. On, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they yeah. they know what they got to do, but I don't think they're going to do it. You guys crack doesn't smoke itself. I know, I know. Come on. I, know.
2: I hope right. I hope we're right and Kelly's wrong on this one. All right, middle Tennessee is 22 and 19. They're at Florida International. They're the worst team in the league. Well, they actually are in dead last. 13 and 28 on the year. Dakota.
1: Probably middle Tennessee
5: sweep on that one.
1: Center? I'll take two out of three. I'll take the Blue Raiders two out of three. I think the Panthers squeak out one. Michael? Yeah, middle Tennessee two out
2: of three. I agree. Now, here's the big one 29 and 12, Old Dominion with their high flying home run hitters. Against uh, seventh ranked thirty five and ten Southern Miss, Dakota.
5: Let's get the brooms out, Southern. Let's go. You think so? Well, last time we were here, Luke's like, "Why do you think they're going to sweep?" I said, "Dude, this is the time every year Southern gets hot." Well, that weekend series, they went two for three, two out of three. After that, the big streak started, and I mean. Southerns, you know, they're like that every year. No,
1: I, and, and I, I don't – that's not that far-fetched. The, tonight's game worries me a little bit because of the kid that, that Old Dominion is throwing. Not that Tanner Hall is not a stud for Southern Miss. If Southern Miss loses a game, it'll be this one tonight.
5: I like our bats, man. I mean, they, they've they been great, dude. I think they can – I think they stand up for the challenge tonight. I
1: really do. I'm going to take the Eagles two out of three. I just – I can't pull the trigger on a, on a sweep. No, I'm thinking Eagles sweep just because coming out of last weekend and so – They're
5: going to have a red hiney right yep. now. I mean, they did. They lost the series UAB. I think they're going to come out. Can, can we say red hiney on the air, Bob? <laughs> I just I did. Think, I think
2: we just did. Contacts. Uh, Contacts. i got okay.
5: little kids at home, yeah. so I, I've got my stuff down. I gotcha. okay. uh,
2: you know, I, I'm with Dakota and Michael. I think they're going to beat this kid tonight. I think we are talk a lot about him. But how about Tanner Hall? He's a double stud. And uh, sure. I like the Eagles to win all three games and lay the path down to a host and win a regional tournament right here in Hattiesburg.
1: And if they sweep, if the Eagles sweep tonight and UTSA loses even one, then then the Eagles right. up just about got it clinched. Yeah locked yeah.
2: up. Dakota, always glad to have you on the show, brother. Appreciate y'all guys coming, man. We enjoy y'all. All right, we thank Ramy Motors for having us down. That wraps up this edition of the Eagle Hour. Glad you're uh, tuned in today. Scott Berry will be with uh, Kelly and Luke come Monday. Until then, Southern Miss.
1: To the top. Into the future